Welcome back to Average Agenda. It's me, Rachel, with my bestie. Trend, yes. The heart is up, even though you can't see me. Today is a very special day. Not really, but... Well, for Rachel, it's a very special day. It is. You can assume that it's a very special day. For you, your feelings are valid. Today is a special day for you. Well, today is October 1st. As we were recording this, it's October 1st. So mm-hmm. I guess whenever you get this um, posted, some point in October, but mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. But the point of it, for today's episode, mm-hmm. I just want to get a little um, spooky for this episode. So uh-huh. Yes, yes. That is our agenda today. Get spooky for October. Yes, get spooky October. for October. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah. um today um we look into some interesting stories um try to make it like halloween themed stuff either true crimes or any halloween event or whatever whatever we could find and we're going to share it for this episode and hope we can learn something today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right do you want me to start or do you want to start Oh no! This is this is all you. So you have to start. You don't have anything to share. No, I have something. To, I have something to share. I'm just saying, like it's it's your idea. Like I feel like it should be on you to start this. Or she has to carry the episode. I'm put, I'm living the pressure on her to carry the episode. Fine. 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 Okay. Well. I kind of took a different turn when I was looking at some stuff mm-hmm. um, to talk about. And so, so for one of my classes, I had to write the essay. And yes. I've been telling you, for my essay, the topic of my essay is, like, the abuse and power in religion. Mm-hmm. So, and it's going to be more focused on that. So I have an interesting cold case that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you heard? Have you heard someone um, in the name of Jim Jones or anything about Jonestown? No, I don't. I know nothing other about religion other than Christianity. And- oh, okay. So this could be good. Let me bring out my little sticky note. See, she's all like you can tell. This is her favorite time of the year. When Christmas comes around, so interesting. I actually heard this from if you watch like the Explained episode on Netflix, they did an episode on Cole and they were talking about it. It was really interesting. So I did a little bit deeper, and so yeah. But I just watched like one YouTube video and it explained like everything about it. So, but um, two things before starting to it. Um, one, this is the the this is like. The main idea. There's a lot to it, supposedly. A mm. lot of random stuff to it. So yeah. we're going to keep it baseline. Get the, all the main... Basic. Yeah. Be basic so, bitches. Okay. But it's a lot. It's a lot. But if you say so. Simple. But. Also, number two, for my listener, um, a little disclaimer there. Um, I'll be talking about... Um, suicide and some other like, heavy topic drug abuse and stuff like that. So okay. we'll yes. trigger warning here just a deletion is yeah. a topic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's the same, but just a little disclaimer and how'd you get it? 
All right, proceeding to this. So there's, all right, starting, we're gonna main, mainly talk about Jim Jones, who's was responsible for this um, place called Jamestown. You gonna take a picture of me now? Continue, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. You're getting distracted. So, um, so he was responsible for this town called Jamestown and the massacre of it. So getting into it, let's start from the very beginning. He was born on May 13, 1931. Mm -hmm. um, his childhood was very loveless. His parents pretty much didn't care about him. He didn't bother to be around. So because like his mom didn't want to be a mom, it was clear that her, his mom didn't want to be a mom. So she was like very busy working and like he had nothing, I guess she didn't want like anything to do with them. So he was around. And then the father, on the other hand, supposedly he was sick, possibly maybe an alcoholic. Yeah. So yeah, not so great parents. So growing up, um, Jim's, he, something interesting is that he played sport throughout school, but he was never good at it. But he was good at like, forming teams and like being the leaders in those teams. Mm -hmm. So So he's like me for real. Not really, but like we have something in common. Continue. And mm -hmm. like just a little stuff about his childhood. Um growing up as a teenager, he wanted to like, explore like different religion. So he would often like go to different ch churches and like mm -hmm. see what they were preaching about was saying and like mm -hmm. kind of explore like what religion you want to go into, something like that. And, like, furthermore, he was often, like, carry the Bible with me everywhere I go and, like, preaching, like, on the main street when there's, like, a lot of people around of, like, whatever said was in the Bible, basically. So, yeah. So that's his childhood. Um, moving forward a little bit, he got a job at the hospital in which this is where he met his wife named um Marceline. Marceline. Marceline, yeah, that's Marceline and they got married in June of nineteen forty nine. However, it wasn't that great a marriage because supposedly Jim have a very abstract idea of religion and God and Marceline <laughs> was very Christian, I guess. So it's like Jim like saying, Oh, I didn't believe I don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a perfect marriage. And at the time George divorce was an option. So they couldn't get divorced. But they were together for a while. Mm -hmm. So moving forward, how we got moved forward, like built into it. Um, some Jim was very drawn to the black and the African American church you know how like it was diff the difference between the white church and the black church yeah oh yeah. yeah he was more drawn to the black church for that particular reason um, you know yeah they're built different okay continue yeah like, we, we, yeah <laughs> well because like yeah you, you know what i mean yeah I, I mean yeah i'm i'm yeah i've been to um, all different types of churches so yeah yeah I'm mostly black but regardless and like because of that he was inspired to be a pastor at the age of 21 
The prime age of 21. Wow. 21 years old, he wanted to be a pastor. At first, he wanted to be a nurse, but now he wanted to be a pastor. So, and um, a church um, hired him, I guess, to be a student pastor. Mm -hmm. And, but he was really frustrated because he couldn't, like, be the pastor. Like, he couldn't, um, was it, do his own thing. And, like, the church had to tell him, like, what to do. He yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. Which ended up, um, ended up him opening up his own church in Indian, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, I yes. can't say that word either. So, he has his own church. <laughs> the idea behind his church was to blend Christianity into the new age of spirituality mm-hmm. with radical social justice to it. Mm-hmm. Um. He was really passionate about equality, and mm-hmm. his church was racially integrated. Because, you know, mm-hmm. at the time, there was segregation. I yeah. can't. Yeah. He, his church was integrated, so he wanted to welcome a lot of people into a church. Mm-hmm. And he believed that everyone was equal, and he wanted everyone to be welcome. Mm-hmm. So that was the start of his church. It was becoming successful as member. He was getting more members who were, and um, however, the church was located in a low-income area, so mm-hmm. he couldn't ask for donation. It wasn't really an option, mm-hmm. so he had to like up his performance, and by doing that, he will perform miracles and quote miracles mm-hmm. like. Um, so like I said, Jesus, oh, like Jesus. Okay, continue. Yeah, it was like oh, people come in and say, "Oh, I have a headache." It started out small, like a headache or a cough, and he did his, like a little performance, like oh, heal whatever. Jesus, like, continue. Yeah. So, and that because that people start coming more to the church, and more people, more money. Makes sense. Right? So, wait, 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 wait. He made people pay for these miracles? You had to pay to get these? No. He, like, never, because it was, a lot of people were drawn to the miracle, and oh. it brought more um, tension. Yeah. Oh. So, like, a magic trick, like, you know, if you people saw it, then they, like, tipped or whatever, like, they're like, oh, like, you're doing great, here's some money. Yeah, oh. I guess. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because like all people, like, oh, like, you see this guy, he's curing people with headaches, and like that's brought more people to the church. And Mm -hmm. then people were just willing to donate money to him, so yeah, so there's that. And since he got more money, he's decided to upgrade his building. Um, originally the name was Community Unity, but like, I think. On the building and said temple so he changed the name to people's temple so that was his church people's mm-hmm. temple and of course like i said but he still had like the same beliefs within the church wanting equality mm-hmm. and integration within the church and something really interesting um you know how like some restaurants at the time were very segregated and they did not want any blacks in the restaurant, all white restaurant, you know? Yeah. So he 
kind of made info a deal with the restaurant. It's like, oh, if you allow these people to come in, you can like get more money out of it. Like more people will come and you get more money from it. Hmm. So it was like, he may, and like if the restaurant allowed Blast to come in, they, he would make this list and tell his member of this church, like, oh, you can go to these restaurants, like they'll allow you in. So these bunch of people come in to each restaurant in which the restaurant would make a lot of money out of it. Those would small fit this restaurant, just no lie. So, yeah, he was trying, like, going for racial equality at the time, you know? He was really fighting for it, you know? Yeah. You know what I find? Okay. Not, like, I just think about it because um, when you were saying, like, oh, like, he did miracles, I just went to, like, him, like, bringing more money to these restaurants technically was a miracle for them because, like, you know, like, if you're allow black people that come to eat at your restaurant you're making more money and he that's what he did they can't yeah they got more money so yeah he was just making promises to them and then if they could do it then then it would happen you know that was his plan so yeah that man was making bank he was doing that he was slick that's why that's why he got famous and like was getting paid he was slick you know i should do that for real let's see how that works out for me you know They'll probably like, kill me or something, for real. Well, I wish I would go around saying some shit like that. Anyways, continue with the... Well, okay, so where was I? So, of course, trying to get more people in the church, you know, mm-hmm. trying to, like, hype up the church, make it more well-known. So that's where we're at right now. So on um, the focus on his wife and family, um, at some point, he had an affair with someone Mm -hmm. and um and like yeah so and then at the same time the wife she was have supposedly she was having like back problems with back pain and like had to stay in bed and Mm -hmm. because because that she couldn't like provide him sexual sexually you know in a way so he had an affair but the interesting part about it he would be openly honest and about it and like told her about that affair mm-hmm. and like in a way he signed up in a way that the wife understood and just accepted it, it is what it is you know damn yeah you know he was like i couldn't well, do that i love you i love you as my wife but i'm a I man can't. i have needs that's exactly yeah what exactly said. exactly and she's like the wife Okay, you know, and he did the same thing with the church to the member, the followers of the church. He would tell mm-hmm. them, oh, like, this is this is what happened. This is what I'm doing. And the people of the church be, okay, they understood it. They didn't have a problem, which is interesting because he preached about not cheating or no fair within the religion or the church, you know. Yeah, this was honest, though. <laughs> yeah, he was honest about it. So yeah, so moving forward to the timeline, the People's Temple, the the church, got popular, and they did a lot of things, you know, Mm -hmm. offering service in the the low-income areas, like free meal, paying um, people to go to college and stuff like that. It seemed good on on the outside, right? And like, they also established 
more churches in the other area. I think one is in like Los Angeles and the other one is like San Francisco or something like that. I yeah. So mm-hmm. more church would open up within the same belief, you know, as yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the little more dark side of it. You ready? Yes. So over so over time Jim became more um controlling and judgmental towards people that didn't dedicate their time to the church. Mm-hmm. He would often make them feel guilty. Like, oh, you go spend your money to go to the movie. Why don't you use that money for the church? You know, mm-hmm. that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. And like she was very controlling, but you couldn't have like a romantic relationship and you couldn't do what do drugs or drink. Like he was a little controlling. So yeah. And like the followers just had to do whatever Jim wanted him to do, you know? We're getting somewhere. Um, there's something interesting that happened um within the church. Um, you know how I was saying like he was like curing miracles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He started as small with the headaches and the coughing and like it got bigger to like curing cancer. You oh. know? Wow. So there's a the um there's be times where he would tell people, oh like he would sense like to one of the people within the members of the church, uh, oh like someone had cancer and then they don't know it. And like yes, like he would ask them to swab for like whatever reason, like they would swap them out, you know? Yeah. So like so like a nurse, in quote, a nurse will come and swap the people who Jim thought had cancer. Yeah. And, like, as their mouth was open, supposedly they dropped, like, chicken liver in their mouth. And, like, they uh, would start coughing. And, like, Jim would tell me, oh, like, you got to, you got to, like, cough it out. And they cough out the chicken liver. And you claim that chicken liver is cancer. Mm. So. Wow. And that's, Yeah more miracle stuff you know yeah so all right moving forward i'm talking so much no this is this is getting to some juicy stuff at the end like i feel like there's (laughs) right you're smiling like you already know (laughs) 1971 jim continued to abuse more drugs and yeah which um because of that, he was well known for wearing like dark sunglasses because mm-hmm. like his eye was like so red and watery because of the drugs. Mm-hmm. So that's why he just kind of known. He wore that like twenty four seven, and like with him abusing drugs, um, he became more mean, more controlling, more psycho, yeah. um, and like even furthermore, furthermore. Um, he became more paranoid, and he would start telling his followers that the government was going after them, and like they're mm-hmm. in danger of the government, either mm-hmm. the FBI or the CIA. Mm-hmm. And is they he told them to be on alert because of in which okay, sorry, my words getting messed up. He told because of that he told them to be on alert, to be aware, which caused so much fear within the church, right? Yeah. So there's that. 
you know. And then for continuing on, um, something interesting is that he continued to have numerous affairs with members of the church. Oh, so like it's not even just like one person anymore. It's like multiple. He it was he felt like he needed more sex from variety of partners. Wow. So and then it got to the point where. Um, was it? It got to a point where all the women within Jim's inner circle would become his sexual partner, mm-hmm. and it just felt like it was their duty to be that. So, just like it was their duty to like provide him. So, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. like the typical man. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what that's what's giving. Cause like, not to like bring up. Oh, well, no. What that one guy, the guy from Maroon Five, was caught cheating for having an affair, and then the one guy from Try Guys got oh. <laughs> he got caught for the affair. Yeah, yeah. So like, it seems it seems like a guy thing at this point, because like it, that man talked about his wife all the time. But you know, regardless, like it's yeah, that man. Like it seems like a man thing. But anyway, continue. You know, it's, right. it's cool. Not really, but... So, now we'll get into mm-hmm. the main... Um, we'll lean up to the bench right now. So, mm-hmm. so the, the church continues to grow and get bigger and getting more people, more mm-hmm. members of the church. Yeah. And it felt like he needed to look somewhere to be considered the promised man, and quote, the promised land, where his followers could feel could feel could live safely and freely from the government Mm because you know like he was telling them like all the governments would after them like you know yeah so he wanted that um in october 1973 he found place in ghana south america so Mm -hmm. somewhere in south america Mm -hmm. and as part of like his little in quote promised land, he wanted complete isolation for his mission. Like mm-hmm. isolated acreage of lands, you know? Yeah. Um and the idea behind this promised land was that it was a place to avoid um American martial laws or conservation camp that he claimed would be coming. Like, it was soon be coming. Like, all this stuff was soon be coming. And to get away with that, you come to this land, right? Yeah. So, and that's put a lot of fear within their followers to get them to come to this place, right? So, later on, it took them a while to get this town set up. So, in May 1977, it was... Jonestown came open for people to come in. So they started allowing people to come in. And the main idea, the goal behind it, is to create a self-staining utopia. So like a place where everybody could be free and happy. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Free. Mm-hmm. However, however, it was hot mess there. A bit hot mess. There was no privacy so many people came in, it became overcrowded. They had cottage there, so mm-hmm. it was overcrowded cottage. There was limited food, I mean, limited food and water and drink, 
water was polluted, so mm-hmm. you couldn't consume it. So yeah, it was a disaster down there. Mm-hmm. Y'all let so, that man trick so, y'all. Just to make it a little bit worse, just to make it worse, Jonestown was funded by his followers' social security checks that they were coming through the mail. And yeah. because, yeah, so Jim was very controlling over the town. There was, he was, they had to go, he would go through all the mails before, like, to be approved and stuff like that. So he would go through all the mails and get the checks that was in the mail. And it was using that for funding the town. But it still wasn't enough. Money was very tight. So, and um, it was, the town was, had over 900 people there. So, yeah. Oh, man, this is going broke for real. Like, was there any, like, was there kids? To, well, I'm pretty sure people probably brought their kids and stuff, too. Or, like, was it just for adults? There were children there, yeah. Yeah, that's Maybe. kind of depressing. Yeah. That's depressing. And that's from someone who doesn't even really like kids. So, you know. He set the people up, for real. And people, no one could leave this town. Mm. No one could, like, because... Um, in order to leave, you had to have the passport, but, like, when you came in, they took all your personal belongings, so mm-hmm. in order to get your passport back, you had to pay for it, but the people were there working, they did, they couldn't make enough money to pay for it, plus all the money they made was going to funding the town, so it was very hard to leave, yeah. and on top of that, they managed to bring guns in. They muggled some gun in the town, and Jim created a security team to protect the town, in which make it harder for people to leave because mm-hmm. there's yeah. people, right? So, yeah. all right, let's go. It's gonna get dark, y'all. Like she, she's hitting the brink of like the story. You got <laughs> the good parts coming. All right. So, in February 1978, Jim called all the people together for an emergency meeting. And he told them that soldiers were coming in the town, the CIA were coming after them, you know, and, like, they, they, were, they were attacked matter in hours, right? And so, as part of the solution for the children, he told them that instead of being killed by the soldier, they had to take down their own lives instead. Ooh, wow. So self-deletion. Okay. Yeah, so there's that. And then later on, um, there was a large container that was brought in that was filled with like, weird, dark liquid. And everybody in that town were told to line up, fill the cup, and drink the liquid. Yeah. It was supposed to kill them within 40 minutes. Damn. However, at the time, at the same time, he was preaching them that death would be peaceful if they drink the potion, I guess. Yeah. But at the end, he said, you didn't take anything. So basically, it was all it does. It was uh, all it does to see if they're willing to die for the cause. Mm. So psychological torture, basically. Oh, so like, what's that? What's that thing? Like the 
What's that pill called that's like doesn't do anything? Like when they do test drugs? Fuck. You know that pill like they give you? Okay, hey Siri. Um, placebo. Yes, that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's exactly where my mind went to when you were like, oh, like it, it didn't do anything. P- fucking placebo. That sounds so bad, but like, yeah, I keep thinking. Yeah, continue. Okay, I'm done. Remember, 1978, um, a congressman named Leo Rain, Ryan, R Y A N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, traveled to visit Jamestown to expect the people and temple activities in the town itself. Because mm-hmm. supposedly, um, people who did try to escape the town um, shared the information about the Jamestown through social like media, right? Yeah. And like letters were being sent, like bizarre letters being sent to the families, and like it became suspicious like what's going on in the town right yeah so the congressman came in and to visit the town and see what's going on what's up with the rumors right yeah so however he arrived on the november 17th um however they were all on their best behavior he saw nothing wrong with it you know mm. but as Lee was leaving. He actually had to get on the truck or the car to get to the plane to fly back, right? Yeah. He was leaving, and um, some of the members of the town or the followers of the town came up to him and asked if they could have a ride with him so they can leave. They want to leave, and they want to go with him to leave. He said, yeah, you can come with me. Um. And so supposedly security saw them leaving and because the fear that James like imp- like brainwashed them in a way. Yeah. They tried to shoot up the truck as they were leaving. But everybody was okay. They made it to the plane. Mm-hmm. But once they got to the plane, the followers in the security team would end up following them and Dang. Yeah. Ended up killing five people, including the congressman. Dang. So, like, they they really did. Wow. And I think 11 were rooted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, That's... on that same day, mm-hmm. um, by 4 p.m., Jane called for a meeting. He had, like, a little speaker and, like, mm-hmm. and airborne the whole town right yeah so he called on the speaker and called for a meeting like to call everybody for the meeting and this ended up being like the last meeting so wow so um he told them i try to give you the best life and then he um implicated a false story of what happened. So basically he told them that one of the people on the plane was going to shoot the pilot and that it would be blamed on Jamestown. I mean, Jonestown. Mm-hmm. And then it was just bring more enmity to them. Like he, more fear being drawn to them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll come back to us, right? Yep. So he told the people that the solution was 
that he would spare the children from enslavement and the seniors from slaughter. But furthermore, he told him to drink the potion, like the potion. And this time, the potion will actually kill them. Mm. Mm, yeah. Which, uh, trying to remember. He was saying it wasn't committing suicide. It was um, a Russian revolutionary act. Oh, so yeah. it was patriotic. Nice. It was a it was patriotic for them to do to drink this potion. Mm-hmm. So some people did drink some potion, and supposedly some people who didn't drink the potion was forced to get injected by the poison. So it caused a big, huge massacre of like a big, huge, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Out there finessing people's lives, bro. Okay, continue. So, and it turned out um, Jim and another mistress that he had an affair with um, died from a gunshot wound instead of the poison. So, he probably killed himself. So, yeah. Um, So, at the end, the massacre ended with 909 deaths. Mm. And it was considered the greatest single loss of American civilians, like until nine eleven. And nine eleven beat that. So, so like, um, okay. So, questions about some of these parts in the story? Not like severe questions, but like questions in regards to like they did it in another country. Right, it was in another country. Like, so, like the people in the country that they were like doing this stuff in didn't say anything. They were like, "Oh, like we're just gonna let this slide." Um. So he wanted that. Alice, I think, from my understanding, he wanted a like an isolated land. So they were in a particular area that they were blocked off of all. <laughs> other people so i assuming they didn't knew it knew what's going on so mm. my understanding yeah that's wild like even okay and then like people move so like how did they get from that like from america to like this country like where'd they get this money from i mean well i guess the donations probably make up for the money but like yeah. still. see like that's the thing at the end it's turned out james jim's um, had multiple bank account with multiple hundreds thousand dollars. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had a lot of money. Man's could have literally like kept to himself and didn't share that money. He could have been filthy rich by himself and spent money. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he was really doing it to help people, that's one thing. But clearly, like that wasn't his agenda. So, see, like that's the interesting part. Um, it was. I think it was pretty clear that the abuse of him abusing drug was a big factor of it because him abusing drug gave him like a big ego in a way. So, yeah. And then, but the most interesting part, this is really interesting because he used like this coal or any other coal, like a coal in general. A cold reader can use basic psychology 
to manipulate people to do what they want them to do. So it's, it doesn't take that hard, actually. You think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, like, also think about, like, the time period, you know, like we were saying, like, it's, I mean, if you're in a vulnerable position, then, like, I mean, you, you do so much to, like, get out of that position, especially if someone's, like, doing miracles and stuff like that. Like, you know, Mansa's really doing it. Like, what, did you ever figure out what happened to his wife? Like, his wife, like, no. No, I don't think. So she's just out of the picture. That's what I'm hearing. Like, he just has so many mistresses, like, that he didn't give a fuck about his wife anymore. He said, fuck that bitch. Uh, was going, yeah, he was most definitely like getting passed around. And the thing is, like, you would think like people would like fight or something about it. Like, I don't know, something about it. I would fight. Me personally, I'll probably fight my man if I found out some shit like that was going on. But like I said, that's just me. I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. That that whole thing is just yeah. Yeah. It, it's so bad. Like, it's just a sad story, you know? But, like, it's so interesting and, like, fascinating at the same time, you know? You think about it. Well, the thing, the thing is, it's like, well, you did decide to, like, do the, your paper on this, so. Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting, but I'm not saying it was good. It was never good, but. It was a tragic for sure, but yeah. So I'll be talking about that in my essay. So that was my little story. My little little story story. that took 40 minutes to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, I told you it's going to be lengthy. Well, I mean, that's fine because like Halloween isn't really my subject, like topic of interest. So like this leaves me. 20 minutes to like figure out what exactly well i know what i'm talking about but like it gives me 20 minutes to like see i was gonna look into like on like unsolved mysteries and then like i saw that one video that one person that one youtuber she tell like mystery where she does her makeup mm-hmm. so she did a video on J- J- jonestown so and like i knew i had to talk about that so mm-hmm. yeah I've been thinking about that too. I've been wanting to do like spooky, like I wanted to switch my aesthetic up, right? So this is this is my Halloween topic. Not really, but like I guess I'll bring it up since we're on the topic of makeup, right? Um, so I bought some like fall colored lipsticks, right? But like I don't know exactly how I can wear them because first off, my hair is two months old. Like, my braids have been in for two months, and they're, like, nasty as fuck right now. So, I want to get my hair done, right? So, the color that I'm going for is red, right? Burgundy red at that. Burgundy red, yeah. Yeah. So, red and, but burgundy red and blonde, okay? But the, the thing is, I don't know, like, is that that's going to fit the fall aesthetic and, like, the, you know, the aesthetic for fall, but not for Halloween. Because, as, I mean, for the people who know me, I like blonde. Like, it either has to be, like, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe blonde hair. Like, her hair is more of a yellow undertone versus, like, the character that I want to dress up for Halloween as is Storm. And 
for people who don't know, that's a Marvel character. And it's actually Black Panther's wife. So Storm, I wanted to dress up as Storm for Halloween, right? And I'm just like, well, I, now that I think about it, I really can't if I have the red hair, because if I have the red hair in my head, then like, I won't be like, look like Storm. So that was like my kind of issue was just like, should I just wait until after Halloween to do the red hair and just like put a wig on for like a week and then, you know, do my hair or should I just do my hair when I go home? Because I go home in like 14 days. So exactly two weeks. So that's that's the dilemma that I was going through. Um, but regardless of that, that's not as serious because at the end of the day, I'm going to figure it out. Um, I also have shorter hair because like long hair right now, no. Um, there's being, being in um, Missouri, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like being back here after being in Arizona for the year, um, Halloween wasn't Halloween like it is down here. Like there's no pumpkin patches and stuff like that for real because like there's no farms. <laughs> so, you know, there's no, there's probably like hay rides and stuff, but like Halloween was more about like dressing up and like hanging out. But here's my unpopular opinion about Halloween. If you're going to dress up as a slut, like wearing nothing but exposing clothing, do not expect me or anyone to like hand over like any type of jacket or pieces of clothing or like be considerate of your situation. If you know you're going to dress up with no clothes on or be bare minimum, you should at least bring a jacket wherever you're going. Okay. That's just me. Because though it, it was a in arizona like it's hot right like it's hot it's hot as fuck right mm-hmm. it's clear as day but it would get colder at nighttime like any other you know like it just gets cooler and so people would be like outside wearing literally nothing which is fine wear literally nothing but they would I've seen like people get into arguments with their boyfriends or like, oh like I'm cold, like can you give me your jacket? Or like why didn't you know? Like the guy would be like, Oh, well like why didn't you bring anything? Like, you know, like if you're gonna dress up fine, but be prepared because I if I go out to hang out with my friends and one of them dresses like a total slut and just wears nothing, fine. But I will not alter any of my plans that day because you decided to like not dress accordingly so or prepare yourself at least at at least yes mm-hmm. okay wow i okay so we can move on to the topic of reddit or like um what's the other one favorite cartoon like halloween cartoon movies like shows movies and shows you have to choose reddit or shows why do i have to choose i already chose my topic i mean i chose the topic too but like it depends because we can talk about this for a hot minute so that's what i'm saying like shows i mean reddit i mean i've been kind of like obsessed with reddit lately like that's the only like social media i have on my phone at the moment so well that's personally my fault yeah, that is really your fault. Let's see what I have saved. I don't have anything saved strictly for Halloween, but I feel like some of the stuff that I have saved is kind of like Halloween spirit because of like how 
it's more about like how depressing it is. Let's how see. How depressing it is? Yeah, it's, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not spooky. It's just sad. Like, not. I don't know how to explain it. It's just not. The it theme is isn't meant for Halloween. It's sad. It's it's a mixture, I guess. It's bizarre. That's it's what bizarre. It is. Yes, that's exactly. Let's see. That's exactly what's happening. But I gotta find it though, cause like I've been using it for a hot minute. And I've saved so much stuff that it's, like, not fair at this point. Well, as um, Trinity is going through, rather trying to find that. I saved it. I saved it. I saved it. I'm just going through my save. So it's not like I wasn't prepared. But, yes. Fill up the space. I mean, we can still talk about shows. What, what do you want me to say about shows? What's your favorite Halloween show? I don't have a favorite Halloween show. Okay. Wow. That's... I watch multiple. See, I can't, this thing, I can't do favors. Like, oh, I ask you, oh, what's your favorite movie? Like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? Okay, well. Well, I had to, I had to watch The Prince of Bride yesterday. Because that was supposed that's supposedly my roommate's favorite movie, so mm-hmm. Okay, can I end off with a story? Can I do that? A story? Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's see. It's a it's a short story that I saved. Let's see. Okay, how long do you how it's we're at like fifteen minutes. Let's see. I don't, you know, don't want to fuck it here. Bro, that's in another... Oh, y'all. Rich was like, you weren't prepared. (laughs) See, you know, um, on the topic of um, spooky stories, supposedly there's this new um, series on Netflix about Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I could I was prepared for that, but Rachel didn't want me to talk about it because continue though. No, I'm just gonna have, talk about this one thing. I know some people are saying like, oh, people keep making movies and shows about it, and the family of it are not happy about it. Like that's the thing, it. though. Can I talk about it then? Can I talk about it? Can I talk about it? Can I talk I, about it? Because <laughs> I. Okay, so first off, I was obs- I'm not obsessed with like I'm not a true crime person. That's just not me. But the thing is, I like particular people. I follow actors and not necessarily stories. Like if they're like a specific a specific storyline that I like, then yes, I'll watch it. But I like actors and if I like the way they act or who they are as a person, then I'll watch the movie. So I had a little, you know, I was following Ross Lynch at the time when the first Dahmer movie came out. I was like, my friend Dahmer, when that came out, like, I was, you know, listening to, you know, him. So when he came out, with when that movie came out with him, you know, like, the movie was, people watched it, it just wasn't as popular. Like, it was in movie theaters, like, select movie theaters or whatnot, and it wasn't as widely, like, it wasn't as widely broadcasted 
but you know, I watched it. It was a you know, like it was a synopsis basically of what happened, right? So that movie came out. It wasn't that long ago. Like if I think about it, like it was I mean, a few years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my my. Uh, it came out in 2017 again, not that long ago. So the fact that it came out what five years ago? Am I doing the math right? Four or five years ago, 2017. Like yeah, the fact that it came out that like. I think the problem is because they keep making movies. Like, I feel like the one movie is, was a good insight on the situation. Cause I mean, people who like true crime, like that would make sense. Like for them to watch a movie like that, like it makes sense. Right. But then again, it's like, they did a movie five years ago that they really need to make a show about it. But, but people like the show better than the movie for the sake of it had more detailed and it was more accurate. And also, the actors, quote unquote, did a better job. So like they depicted the people in real life better and it gave people, I guess, a better feel of it. So I think what's going on with black Twitter right now um, is the problem that like, so we're like, I guess divided in the sense of like, people are like joking about it. Like, oh, like not joking about the situation. Like, oh, like these people are dying, but like, I saw something on Twitter. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer missed the age of like the air fryer or something. Like he could have used that or whatever to like cook up people. And then like the other side of Twitter, black Twitter specifically is like, oh, well, like this is how like black men or black people are treated. It shouldn't be taken as a joke. Like these are real victims and being, you know, so like, but I feel like what's dividing us is the fact that like people see it in a different light in the sense of like, it's another traumatic thing, I guess, in the black community because he was going after black men. Now, white men were included, but he went after minority men at the end of the day, specifically black men. So it's just like, it adds on to the, like, people were really like, did you guys really not know about this? Because I knew about Jeffrey Dahmer, like, you know, when that movie came out. So, yeah. See, like, that's another thing. Like, I kind of heard about Jeffrey Dahmer, but I didn't, like, I don't know everything about him like you do. And like that's the thing is like people are like posting like um songs like when Kesha songs and like one of the Cable Perry song talk about Jeffy Dahmer's and stuff like yeah. that. Like that, no, that Yeah, that has that's that's been out for so long, like right. like you can't really bring that I don't know. That whole situation, people are just petty and have nothing to do. Like that's what we I've we learned from like being in the house for a year. People are bored as hell. Like you know what's funny? You know what? what's funny about people going after that Kesho song? Uh-huh. Is that that Kesho song ended up being trend, a dance trend a couple years ago on TikTok. You know and what? I remember that. I re- I remember that. And I remember that song, like when I was a movie star playing it, I used to watch that one song because I had a movie star playing it, like video on you know, movie star playing it, and I used to watch it all the time. Like and I remember my dad thought I was, like, crazy, like, watching the Kesha video on it. He was like, what the fuck is this? But, yeah, I feel like for that situation, people are just bored and want to complain about something yeah. and, like, cancel something. Like, come on now. Like, we knew. Right. I, yeah. Like, no one knew who Jeffrey Dahmer was when the song came out. And even people who did know about it, it's like, what do you. Like I said, it just adds on to the list of things that already happened. Like, like, Yeah. But notice something that, like, even when I was talking to Kayla, um, because she was like, oh, like, 
she said she couldn't make it through the show because like people are joking about it. And I was like, me, I didn't see many jokes about it, I guess on my side, but then again, on my side, it's very mixed. So it's not just black people on my like feed. It's a, it's a mixture of black and white people. And so I don't know, like black Twitter is strictly black Twitter. I don't use Twitter for nothing else, but like black Twitter, that's about it. Like that's, you know, I use it for that, but TikTok, Instagram, like it's pretty diverse when it comes to like what I see and who's responding. So when it was in regards to like white people, white people were like, oh, like this is serious. It needs to be taken seriously. Like no jokes. Right. And then you have black people who are like, oh, like, you know, this is another thing that happened to black people that no one gave a fuck about. And, you know, it just adds on to the long ass list. But what really got everybody, I think, was that we all, most people are attracted to this new show for the sake of, like, it's so realistic, I guess. But also, like, the acting, it did what it had to do. Um, But I don't know why people were, why were people so confused about who was playing Dahmer? Evan Peters is playing Dahmer in the Dahmer series, right? And I'm just like, why did y'all, why were y'all surprised about his acting? He was in American Horror Story. And I love American Horror Story. I've been watching that shit on repeat until Halloween goes. But I'm just like, why are you guys surprised? Like, this man has been doing shit like this in American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Like, is he, come on now. Like, he's a great actor. And, fun fact, he's from St. Louis. So... The guy, yeah, the guy who plays Dahmer in the show, he's from St. Louis. So I was like, yeah, like, you guys are so behind anyways. So, yeah, universally, I think everybody thinks that the acting was good. I feel like everybody also thinks about the, how, first off, the lady, the neighbor, everybody agrees that the neighbor was, like, should have been taken more seriously and that the police fucked up. So that's another thing we all agree that the police didn't do their jobs in this scenario. It could have saved many lives if they would have listened the first time. That's first. Second thing is everybody was upset about the 14 year. Yeah. I think he was 14. The 14 year old, he got away. The 14 year old got away, but the police gave him back to Dahmer and everybody was fucking pissed about that. So and then also, like, all the court cases and hearings and stuff were, like, so, yeah, a lot of the, I mean, you didn't watch the show, but, like, they had the actors, like, literally reenact the court hearings, some of the court hearings, like, to the T. So that was interesting to watch. I actually did research on the live tapings, which were, you know, those were disturbing, but, like, it's what happens when they make like live series and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. My, mm-hmm. I, still, I don't know if I can watch it or not. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not something I feel like people have to watch. Like, people were watching it because of the hype, but I mean, I was watching it more because of like, I mean, knowing what is going on, but also, like I said, I follow actors more than I follow storylines like Evan Peters I like Evan Peters so if he's in the movie or in the show I mean no it's not about him but he's in it so see what he's working with on there so you know gotta support the fellow St. Louisans Missourians if you must when I can you know I at least I try to there what was this yeah 
But I can also talk about my book. Okay, can I talk about my book real quick? I got a book, right? It's called People Kill People. And I thought this was so on brand for like October for the sake of like just the vibes of like just suspense going on. Because it's Halloween. It's supposed to be like a suspenseful, mysterious, mystical. Are you going to read it? This? <laughs> oh, well, you guys can't see it, but the book is called People People Kill People. It's it's by Ellen Hopkins. Um, I saw it at the at Barnes and Noble. It was on. It wasn't on sale, but it was like fourteen dollars, which isn't terrible for can a book. Can you give me the summary? Let's see the synopsis. Let's go to the front. You know what made me pissed? I saw the like the first few pages, and they were fucking poems. And if you know anything about me, I hate poems. So let's see. Where did it go? Author's note. I don't want to go to the author's note. Where the hell? Okay. Where is the synopsis? Was it even in here? Is is it in the back? They have it everywhere. Like there's stuff in the front and the back. It's not on the back of the page, but like here, let's see. No, it's not in the back of the page. But I can well, I feel like you can get a suspense of like what's going up. Of like what's going on um oh i can read the first page though i think that's what got me okay i'm gonna read the first page for people who don't like to read i like to read okay and it's a poem so i'm gonna read it in no i'm not i'm not gonna read it like that but okay the first page people kill people i like how this became a story time <laughs> okay i think it kind of did so yeah it's beautiful um okay starting you that's the name of the the title okay yes you come here please i need to ask you something have you ever felt the desire to hurt someone i mean pummel them wound them watch them bleed did you would you could you if i were a gambling type i'd put my money on yes see there's this thing inside of every one of you every one of you the collective human cell towards violence all it takes is one singular moment to encourage it into play and the lamb transforms and becomes the lion yes that I think that's what got me, and the first few pages, they're poems, and let's just say guns are heavily involved. And it's about, it's more about gun violence than anything else. So, wow. Yeah, as you know, stuff goes on in the world, and my friend that's in my, this guy, I'm not gonna call him a friend yet, because. <laughs> He hasn't made, you know, he hasn't made it to the friend level. Um, he's a law student, or he's going to be a law student, and he noticed a book, and he, he was like, oh, is that, like, about gun violence? And I was like, sadly, yes, but it seemed interesting. I want to, I want more book recommendations, so we'll see what happens. My kettle work, guys, it works, so. Wow. All right. Do you want to wrap it up? Yes, I'll wrap it up because, you know, Rachel's straining her voice because she talked for 40 minutes. So, <laughs> period. I mean, it was so. Yeah, it was an interesting story. I'll tell it to my mom and tell her to look it up, see what she thinks about it. We'll see so, how that goes. Johns Johnstown, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see okay. how that goes for me. Hopefully I don't get, like, kicked out or something, but, well, no. Well, Who knows? You have anything else to say? Anything Happy Halloween. If, I, if this doesn't get uploaded before, like, 
it's gonna get uploaded before Halloween, but like just in case. Happy Halloween, everyone! I hope everyone has yeah, a good happy, Halloween. Happy Halloween! Every um, day in October is Halloween, so happy Halloween. Yes, without all the dressing up and stuff, but it's. You guys are amazing. We love you guys. We're gonna do better for like making sure we keep you guys in the loop. We're gonna um actually we're gonna start posting photos of us during our episodes. That's what we're gonna do. Even On the stories? Stories, yeah. Okay, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send them to you. I like how we're making plans. <laughs> so All right. Oh, me, I, okay, okay I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Um, we hope you guys have a wonderful fall. Um, and here, uh, I guess we'll say, you know, see you guys in a few weeks. I guess. Yeah, see you guys, Wire. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for supporting us. Well, love you, Jocelyn. <laughs> we suck at it. On trips, I swear we do. Yeah, it's fine. It's happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs>